What's going on, guys? My name is Brian Sanchez, and welcome to the NFL Rundown. Well, well, how the turntables have rotated, how the script has flipped, and how basically I have been right the whole time. Trying not to be smug, but I'm pretty sure my smug face is translating through the airwaves. I want to get back to my picks here in a little bit. I want to run down a couple of things that I called out at the beginning of the season that are now starting to come true. But thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Remember uh, to make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much uh, for your reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and of course, SignalPointMedia.com. And of course, if you want to get at us, uh, you can send me a message, a tweet, send all your hate, criticism, whatever, uh, at signal, excuse me, <laughs> at the NFL RD on Twitter. So last week I went 0 for 3 on my picks. And this weekend I went 2 and 1. I picked the Buffalo Bills over the Rams. I said 31 to 28. Final score was actually 35 to 32. And I said it was going to be a very, very close game. Turned out to be correct. I picked the Packers to beat the New Orleans Saints on the road on Sunday Night Football by a score of 35-21. to They won that game 37-30. to It's pretty dang close on that one as well. I'm not going to talk about my upset pick. I learned my lesson. I will never be picking the Jets again this season. I said they would beat Indianapolis 28 to 17. They ended up getting a thrashing by the Indianapolis Colts 36 to 7. I learned my lesson on that one. Not always perfect. I'm not always right. Uh, I took a chance. I said it was a long shot. But, you know, it, it is what it is. But essentially, preseason, everyone was picking the Minnesota Vikings to be the dominant team in the NFC North. And I don't honestly think that people really thought that the Buffalo Bills would be as good as they are at this point. But Josh Allen is a beast. He is going off. With an impressive clutch performance against the Rams this weekend. And the Rams, I think, are a pretty good team. They're a pretty solid team. So we'll see how good the Buffalo Bills can still be in a couple of weeks. I think they're going to end up being the team that ends up winning that division if they keep playing the way that they are. But the big thing is that everyone said for some reason that the Packers drafting a quarterback was going to be the nail in the coffin and start some kind of downfall for Aaron Rodgers. And I don't buy it. I said preseason that Aaron Rodgers was going to come out with a fire like you hadn't seen in a very long time, and that's exactly what he showed you last night. Now, I think the biggest problem with the New Orleans Saints, and I know a lot of people are asking questions about Drew Brees, and I even went on last week and had to defend Drew Brees against some people saying that Jameis Winston should be the starter in New Orleans. I think that's absolutely crazy. I think Michael Thomas's absence in New Orleans is a bigger deal than I thought it was. And what we're learning and realizing now is that he is a bigger part of that offense than I ever would have thought. And he contributes to defenses having to scheme 
towards him and to deal with the rest of the guys on that offense, like Alvin Kamara running those screens, uh, you know, all of that stuff plays a factor. I think come the end of the season, New Orleans will be a solid team. I'm still beating that drum. But I will acknowledge that at the moment, there does seem to be some problems. It took me more than one week, one game against the the Las Vegas Raiders, I almost said the other sound. Uh, I wasn't ready to throw them under the bus and say that they're, you know, they're done. And I'm still not ready. But I do acknowledge the issues with New Orleans' offense at the moment. I do now see it. Across two games, now you can start to say something. And the last thing that the script has flipped on all of a sudden is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. After week one, a bunch of people said that maybe Father Time was catching up to Tom Brady and Gronk was done and he looked slow and lethargic and all that. And it was maybe, I even read uh, an article trying to make a case that maybe the Bucks had buyer's remorse on Tom Brady after one game. They came back in week two and they looked a lot better against Carolina, but not fantastic. But yesterday, Tom Brady looked like Tom Brady of old. Not, you know, the Randy Moss high-flying 16-0 Tom Brady, but a solid quarterback that knows what he's doing. And that's all Tom Brady has to do with a defense that Tampa Bay has for them to be competitive in the league. Threw three touchdowns yesterday, 297 yards. Had Ronald Jones... 53 yards rushing, so it was really predominantly the offense like passing the ball and hit Scotty Miller three times, Chris Godwin five times, and Gronk six times. Give it time, people. These offenses are not going to be clicked on like a switch without preseason reps, without preseason games, training camps, OTAs, all that stuff. It matters. It makes a huge difference. And as the season goes on, you're going to start to see the offenses that you know are going to be good. They're going to start to get better and better each week. A couple other things to look at from the weekend. Russell Wilson is a beast. He is a grown man. He threw five touchdowns yesterday. Is that correct? I'm going to pull the stats up real quick. I forget. I believe it was five touchdowns. Five touchdowns, 315 yards, 27 of 40. Against a Dallas team that before the season, we were a lot of people were picking them to go to the Super Bowl, to be in the playoffs, to be in the mix. And it's not like he has been, this is just like one game for Russell Wilson that he's doing this on. I mean, through three weeks, He has been absolutely killing it. He really, really has. I'm trying to find the season totals this week. Through three games, 103 attempts, he's completed 79 passes, and he has 14 touchdowns. Through three games, 
one interception, 14 touchdowns. The man's a beast. He's a grown-ass man. I'm giving him the most dope award this week. Russell Wilson, you are the most dope. What's going on in Dallas? Is this really what we're going to have from the Dallas Cowboys this year? Again, another situation that with time, they could start to show improvement, but I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing consistency across the board, like at like flashes of it. You got to see flashes of it to for me to buy that time is going to fix the problems that you have. And right now, time is something that the Dallas Cowboys do not have. I'm not going to get into the standings this week because, again, at you know week three, not really much to talk about. We might talk about it a little bit on Wednesday after the Monday night game. I might mention it a little bit. But essentially, right now, Washington is the number one seed because they beat Philadelphia, which is another one. What is going on with the Philadelphia Eagles? They can't even beat Cincinnati. They tied. They ended up tying the game in overtime. Philly. Come on. What's going on here, y'all? Another thing that I said would happen this year, preseason predictions, was that Mitch Trubisky was going to be playing the last of his starting games in the NFL. And uh, he was pulled this week for Nick Foles. And Matt Nagy is now named Foles the starter for week four. So... There's that. Did anybody really think that Mitch Trubisky was going to make it through the season? I didn't. If you did, I really want to hear from you. If you think this is a bad move, I want to hear from you even more. But I think this is the right move for Chicago right now. And they won their game. They beat Atlanta. They had to come back and beat Atlanta. They were losing for a chunk of time there. That's another team I want to ask questions about is Atlanta. I don't have that much time on the show. We've only got about five minutes left, and I do want to get into the Monday night game. As great as all the games were this weekend, man, I am so stoked for this Monday night football game. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention, it's the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, led by future Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes, traveling to Baltimore to take on the Baltimore Ravens and future Hall of Famer Lamar Jackson. This is your AFC Championship preview. I'm just going to call it right now. I think this is also going to be a matchup that in 10, 15 years, we're going to point to and say that this was the beginning of an era. This is a primetime game, Monday Night Football. Everyone is going to be glued to this game. I am watching this game. My favorite hockey team is playing a game in the Stanley Cup Finals tonight. If they win, they win the Stanley Cup. I will be watching the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Baltimore Ravens. That's how intrigued I am on this game. I think ultimately, this is going to be a high-flying offensive affair. No question about it. But ultimately, the difference in this game is not going to be Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes. The difference in this game is going to be the Baltimore defense. I think that's going to give them the edge. I think Baltimore plays better defense than Kansas City. They're going to get a handful of more stops than Kansas City will. And ultimately, that's going to end up being the difference. So I'm going to pick Baltimore to win tonight at home, 42-38. to 38. High-scoring game. It's going to be 
exciting. I really, really hope it is. Because I have been hyping this up myself. I've seen tons of people hyping this up all over social media. All the sports articles that I've been reading. If this game ends up being a dud, I'm going to be very disappointing. But I seriously, seriously doubt that. So let me know who you guys think is going to win tonight. Is it going to be the Kansas City Chiefs or going to be the Baltimore Ravens? I mean, look, if, if Kansas City wins this game, it would not shock me because Patrick Mahomes does things that no other human being does. So it would not shock me to see the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Baltimore Ravens at home. But I do not think that's going to happen tonight. I think the Baltimore Ravens will end up winning this game. And you're going to start to have serious conversations, like really serious conversations about who the best quarterback in the NFL is right now. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. And I, I'm so glad that we get to have this conversation tonight and we get to see these two guys go up against each other. I know they're not on the, same, on the field at the same time, but these two quarterbacks, you guys know I value quarterback play more than anything. And if you love high levels of quarterback play, man, tonight is a game to watch. All right, that's going to do it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Again, make sure you are subscribed so you never miss an episode. Uh, we're going to be back on Wednesday uh, filling in some uh, news, recapping Monday night's game probably. Uh, start to maybe look ahead to some matchups for, for uh, this weekend. Uh, and, of course, uh, we might start talking about some of the standings because after three weeks, you can things start to shake up. Four weeks is really when you can start to make real conclusions, in my opinion, about who's legit and who's not. Uh, so I might be trying to crown some folks and bearing some folks and let you know what I think about the standings on Wednesday. So make sure you tune back in for that. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, and again, if you guys want to get at us, we are at the NFL RD on Twitter. Thank you so much. We'll see you all around. And as always, love.